Infinity uh, is is on jail uh, jail time, um, no parole for at least twenty five years. So there's gonna be a lot of work that we're gonna have to do to to get Infinity out. Welcome to another week, a very special week of Ghosts in the Scene. Um, I'm back. We've been back, uh, or we were away for like a week or so, but um, we're we're back at it again. I'm with my co-host Rob. How are you, Rob? Hey guys, thank you for sticking around. I know it may have seen that we may have ghosted you for a week. Um, I was had to get myself, I had to get my, my spirits aligned after a recent visit um, to, you know, as, as I was saying before, excuse me, <clears throat> as you can tell, I'm, I'm not completely over the spirits at this moment mm-hmm. because I was back in South Carolina trying to make some deals. Um, you know, we actually had to do some reshoots for the new Lost Boys series, but it's still coming. But, you know, it's just the nature of the business. You know, sometimes some bad spirits come at you and, you know, you just surround yourself by good spirits. So I felt like I was able to be safe because I was able to stay with some good spirits. Um, you know, but it's always a battle. And we would just want to make sure when we're on the show that we are here uh, with a sound mindset, a sound spirituality, to make sure that we are not adversely uh, affecting your vibes as well. So uh, thank you for sticking with us, and it's great to be back. Yes, so we're back. The investigations never stopped. We just kind of took a break from telling everybody about what we were learning. So we have a backlog of evidence that, you know, surprisingly is easy to understand, easy to digest. So we're just going to give it to you piece by piece today. We're going to go a little political. So it's going to be a politics episode. We do this every now and then. Uh, Well, I mean, the White House is haunted. That's A number one. That's uh, something that most media kind of forgets to talk about. It's really the paranormal aspect of our political scene because our right now especially, our politics are so influenced by the spiritual realm. And the fact that we're not talking about it makes it impossible to make any actual changes to the situation. And it's actually kind of spiraling out of control. Yeah. Some might say we're in a a paranormal constitutional crisis. I've been hearing that around. Um, People have been keeping out the paranormal part of it. So I've just been hearing constitutional crisis. But uh, paranormal, it's, it's a silent word. A lot of the time, so people don't say it, but they mean to say it. And if you read the transcripts, or like me when I have subtitles, you see it, it says paranormal right there. So we are in a paranormal constitutional crisis, which is the fact that we have now hit a point where the amount of ghosts in D.C., in Washington, D.C., has now surpassed the amount of people. And... That's something that kind of happens um, generally everywhere. There's more ghosts than people, right? But the problem 
happening now is that the ghosts have now started to slowly pull the power away from the living. And so the power imbalance has now started to gently, you know, gently rise in the ghost favor. And the media is finally taking a notice. They're just not able to go all the way. They have ghost sponsors. They have, and, and, and obviously we're talking about bad ghosts, right? But we're talking about evil ghosts, ghosts with nefarious purposes, ghosts with, um, you know, plans to destroy people and all kinds of stuff. So we're not talking about friendly good ghosts. People that move to DC usually have a selfish in intent, and it's the same thing for ghosts. So I, I wanted to talk about our president and who he, he might be. We've we've given you a lot of different. Um, people that he has been over time alec baldwin alexander ray baldwin the third that was uh, the first person and then his younger brother stephen baldwin he came in and dusted off his his acting skills and he was a really good trump for for a while he and, sold it. yeah i mean i i had no idea it was him until justin bieber told us and gave that away and then we have Billy um, as the latest iteration of, of Trump. And I got to say, if, if this is still Billy, because we haven't really looked into it yet, but if this is still Billy, this is some of the most ghost pandering Trump acting that I've seen in the last two, two and a half years. I mean, he is just, you know, bowing and bending the knee to every ghost that he sees in the White House. And Rob, you have a, a story about this that is just exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's you got to keep on track of the news of the day and things that are going on. And there's a lot of things that typically don't sign a lot of alarms. You know, the stuff that you read on the front page is actually not the real news that's going on. That's that's the advertising. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's what they're trying to sell you is the stuff on the front stuff. But there's things that are still happening every day that is worth paying attention to. Um, so, uh, studying haunted houses requires seeing who's the activity of them, who's going in, who's going out, what's going on. So, it's important to watch this haunted house, the White House. In this last week, they had a few visitors, some ball players, the players from the Boston Red Sox. Now, not all of their team went. And Gio, I see, I see you're, you're remembering mm -hmm. the Boston Red Sox. They, they played a game called Baseball. 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 I, I've, I've heard that name before. And the Red Sox. Uh, I've always been afraid of the Red Sox because I know that there's a team called the White Sox. And I like white. Obviously, white's ghosts. And it's and it's stuff like that. But here's here's what scares me about the Red Sox. Would they just be the White Sox with bloody socks? I mean, some say that that is exactly it. They are they are bloody White Sox. They're almost like bloody ghosts. It's it's kind of like and and here's and here's my uh, my analogy. It's like Back to the Future. Okay, the White Sox are the past version of the team and in the future when baseball is a much more you know uh, cutthroat sport they they've had to bleed into their socks 
from all the throats that they cut. And, and now we have the Red Sox in the future, but they've come back in time to play against themselves in, in, in the league so that they don't have to cut their, you know, their throats all the time. So uh, Gio, they, that's scary. It, it happened. The, the only reason why they won their world first world series in over a hundred years was because Kurt Schilling bled in his sock. Oh my God. So uh, everything I just said as, true. as speculation is 100% true. And and that's already kind of... happened. That's yeah, I'm, and that's why and that's why we investigate. That's mm-hmm. why we keep track of all the of different events. And that's why uh, we record this stuff, guys. This is this is for you. Obviously, I had the idea, but now it has been actually um, it's uh, turned out to be true. So that's I mean, for that's just everything, and that's everything that we say on the show, folks. So absolutely. Know that this is coming from a re- well-researched, uh, verifiable sources all around here. Mm-hmm. So when we say that when the Red Sox won the World Series this most recent year, you'll trust that obviously they went to the White House. However, half their players did not go. Hmm. This sounds a lot like um, the Avengers plot. You know. Um... Thanos, you know, killing half of the people, maybe half of the players are are, are, are somehow either reenacting a, a movie. I mean, the, the thing about um, the White House, like he's, like we've talked about, it's very paranormal. Um, a lot of lost time actually happens in the White House. You know, um, people wonder what the president is doing for most of the day, and nobody can find out. And honestly, what I think is happening, he probably just walks into a closet and, you know, for a second and then walks out and then everybody else, the time has, it's been eight hours or something. So strange things happen. Half the team probably was terrified to go to the White House. I mean, it is so haunted. And if you have, let's say, you know, um, recently a a, a paranormal experience and that's a a, a raw emotion and you don't want to bring that up especially if you don't want to be crying in front of alec baldwin or billy baldwin because they'll make fun of you definitely and then in turn that will direct all the spirits within the white house towards those people furthering you know just intensifying the whole process which is also a reason why if someone's having a paranormal experience like don't Make fun of them for that. Obviously, I mean, if you're listening to the show, you know this. But mm-hmm. it, this demonstrates the dangers of doing, of having that sort of behavior, of directing negative energy. Um, so it makes sense why half the team wouldn't go. And I think your connection of it with Endgame is interesting because it, the timing of which of these events happening are at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think you know these are professional players as well. Um, so I think they also understood the paranormal significance of that moment. So I'm glad they decided to stick with safety first, but for the rest of the team, you know, uh, I hope they had their sports gears on them. Uh, I know I think they usually wear suits, but I hope they still have their shoulder pads, their jock straps, pads, jock straps because, you know, it is a bumpy ride to go through a building as haunted as the white house. And specifically they didn't just go to anywhere I, according to the reports uh, to the threads apparently the president loves taking everyone to 
the bedroom of Abraham Lincoln, hmm. which he took the team this trip. It was noted that he took them there to show them around, show them Abe's, Abe's bedroom. Now, the, um, the spot where he would probably was lying on his deathbed. I, I want everybody, because obviously we go a million miles a minute here. Abraham Lincoln was a U.S. president. Um, in the 1800s, he he was the president during the Civil War, and he was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth, an actor, yeah. uh, pre-Hollywood. Now, this is all uh, Hollywood history, so I just wanted to mention that because this is Ghost in the Scene. We talk about Hollywood. We talk about ghosts in movies, so we're not straying too far from our path. This is – everything is all-encompassing, and so obviously yeah. – they even made a movie about him with Daniel Day-Lewis yes. a few years ago. So Abraham Lincoln is extremely uh, haunted. It's, it's sensitive. He, his spirit is still with us. And so the fact that Billy Baldwin is bringing everybody to the most haunted room in the White House is is either, one, extremely smart or, two, extremely stupid. And I'm not sure what it is. What do you think? I'm glad that we're talking about this all being connected because we wouldn't bring this up because people say, oh, politics, uh, that, don't talk about those. It's so mm -hmm. separate from everything. Like, no, this is proof that this is all one thing, folks. Like, our media is feeding our politics and our politics are feeding our media. This is, has been a snake devouring its own tail since the time that Abraham Lincoln was shot by an actor. Mm-hmm. So this is really important stuff, that this is all still being put together. The same magic is being cast here today. And I misspoke before, you know, Lincoln was in a hotel across from the theater when he died. So he didn't die in this room, but this is, his imprint is still here. The and, wife, the, yeah, we, we still have the fact that his, uh, he spent a lot of time with his wife on that bed and his wife was still alive probably in the White House, um, a couple days after he died. So uh, I'm sure that he followed her, his spirit probably followed her back to the White House, to his bed, because we all know that in the 1800s, the beds at the hotels just weren't as comfortable mm -hmm. as the White House beds. So his ghost probably leaving the hotel went straight to the White House, the most haunted house in America. And so... And it's not without tragedy while he was there as as well. You know, if you think of the, you know, thousands of people dying every single day, you know, around him during his, you know, as he was president and wow. his own son passing away while he was in office as well. So, wow, this tragedy is all being linked together, creating very strong paranormal, you know, energy around this, this man and the, this, specific place in the white house his room um and apparently you know it's not just this team you know it's the president loves taking everyone to this room even though he's told not to he's not allowed to go people are not allowed to go into lincoln's bedroom you know it's understood this is a highly paranormal spot more so than any other president you know wow. think about there's no other president who's seen as many americans die you know here in america mm -hmm. than the president of Abraham Lincoln. So, you know, you, they purposely, they, everyone knows it's an open secret. It's like you said, Joe, it's in the, it's in the subtitles. Everyone says, don't go into the 
paranormal room of Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. But paranormal is That's silent. That's the most paranormal room in the whole building. And, but, and yet, this is his, the favorite spot that the president takes everyone to. So yeah, it's um, either diabolical or just completely reckless. Which and here's here's my thought, okay? Because this is an, another report that I saw uh, maybe a week or two ago. We all know Joe Biden. Um, he's the Democratic front runner right now uh, for the uh, primary. Uh, as far as we're concerned, um, he might he might be taking it all the way to Trump because uh, they're both old old guys and old guys um, for the most part tend to hang out with each other and fight each other. And so like grumpy old men. This is, you know, uh, life imitating art. This is just like the movie Grumpy Old Men. So in one of their spats, their early spats, um, Joe Biden kind of goads Trump, a.k.a. Billy Baldwin, into defending his view on uh, a protest, the Charlottesville protest. And once again, we have Trump going and talking about our old enemy, Robert E. Lee, the war demon. And he says, oh... You know, people were protesting his statue being taken down, and he was a great general. I know generals myself that it, he's their favorite. Now, obviously, he's an actor. This is a role. He's acting, and it's the role of a lifetime for him. So he's putting in as much gas as he can. But I think he overplayed his hand a little bit when he mentions Robert E. Lee. He couldn't help himself because – and here's my thought. What if this adoration has brought the war demon Robert E. Lee back to the White House? And now if we look at it from that perspective, if he is being haunted by Robert E. Lee, Robert E. Lee's main enemy mm -hmm. was Abraham Lincoln, right? So this is almost like a – like – him boasting, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go and stand in your room as I'm as I'm possessed by your enemy. And I'm going to bring all of the baseballers from the future, the Red Sox, and they're going to be here, too. So this is all a politics. It's dirty, dirty politics. Wow. And I want to think about it this way as well, because you said time compresses in the White House. Mm hmm. We could go to the future, past, but past, that also means the past can come back to us. These battles are not done. Oh, my God. We can only assume right now that Abraham Lincoln and Robert E. Lee, are their spirits are locked in civil war right now as we speak. And that's just like the, the then, Captain and, America and, and, movie. Like the Captain America movie, exactly. It's like all the movies, and you have the baseballers. It's Field of Dreams, people. My God. These are documentaries. These are not films. These are docu documents of paranormal happenings, paranormal experiences, okay? Wow. Guys, I think that's, that's all we're going to give you this week. We have so much more investigating to do, but we just wanted to give you a little sample because this is – like a bombshell that we just dropped on you guys. So I want you to absorb this. I want you to re-listen to this episode a couple times and really try to um, give yourself a, a little bit of, of time to really understand everything because it's a large bite that we're giving you that you're going to have to chew through. So 
um, just you start chewing, guys, because uh, we're going to give you some more next week, and it's going to be even more flavorful, more spicy. I mean, politics, we can talk about politics for hours, and it's never going to end. Like, the news cycle never stops, so we're just going to keep on going. Uh, hopefully, we see you guys next week with some clearer minds, and you guys can um, understand what we're going to say, because it's going to get more complicated from here on out. It's not like it gets simpler. Right, Rob? It's it's just harder and harder. So uh, I want to thank you for uh, for being with me and understanding the uh, the time it takes to, to do one of these episodes. Uh, I appreciate you, and thank you so much for, uh, you know, investigating with me. Of course. Thank you, Gio. Like, this is such an incredible journey to go on, uh, and just the leadership and fearlessness on tackling this, regardless of the, all the negative spirits out there um, and just creating a space for you, me, and all of you out there listening to this wonderful audio sage and just being in the scene together. I think that's the only way out is that we're all in the scene. And so we're looking forward to being in the scene. Everyone stay safe. Mm -hmm. uh, be in the scene. Keep those eyes on the stream. Be extreme. Mm -hmm. We know you. We love you. That's right. And we will see you guys next week. Take care.